Welcome to Leveraged Lifestyle, the podcast that shares with you the mindset and skill set it takes for you to create your ideal leveraged lifestyle, whatever that might look like for you. Please welcome your host, entrepreneur, world record holder, and globetrotter, Catherine Turner. Hi there, it is Catherine Turner, and welcome to episode 62 of Leveraged Lifestyle. And I'm picking up where I finished off last week with all about the top three biggest challenges that you have to kind of go through, I believe, when you are transitioning from being employed to being your own boss. Now, of course, one aspect of transitioning from being employed to self-employed or being your own boss is the fact that you are not guaranteed a salary. And I kind of felt this was a given and something that you probably will have weighed up already before making the transition. And I have covered in previous episodes the number you need to know before you make that transition. And so what I wanted to touch on with these three biggest challenges and areas of transition are those that many will take for granted or wouldn't maybe particularly see as an issue before they made that transition. And I did actually put a a few polls out in a few Facebook communities that I'm part of that very much are Uh, with people that are going either through that transition or have just made that transition or still remember that transition. And these kind of kept coming up as well. So although I knew they were the three biggest challenges for myself and what I'd seen of other people going through that transition, it was nice to know that that was kind of backed up as well. And so, yes, salary did come up and cash flow and money, of course. But for me, I felt that was a given and I wanted to cover the three biggest challenges I thought were not being brought up. So in last week's episode, if you have not already listened to that, it was all about looking at your environment and being around people. Because I think, again, having a set environment that you were always used to going into and that were you had become part of your routine as well for working meant that you didn't need to think about that. It also meant you were probably around people, having those people to either be your soundboard just having that sometimes that little bit of that chatter going on around you. Again, you may not have thought about that when you came to work likely on your own to start with. And of course, as you build a team, that will change that dynamic again. But what I want to cover in this episode, which I didn't cover last week, the third biggest was routine. So again, the idea of being your own boss means that you'll be making up your own rules. And like I said, in some respects, this is going to be great but it's going to bring up challenges. And one of them is what really are your working hours? Because now you don't have to be working nine to five. So when should you be working? Well, I've found, and I can vouch myself with this, that it can go to two extremes. Uh, Number one is that you don't really work enough hours you're creating that leveraged lifestyle maybe a little bit too soon and you actually haven't put the hours in up front. And maybe this means not actually putting the right hours in in the right areas of your business. And maybe it's because you feel like you've earned that right. Now, one of the things I did actually do when transitioning from being employed to self-employed is give myself a little holiday break. So many people, when they're transitioning from different jobs, employed jobs, they will have a period where they've you know, handed in their notice, they're yet to start the new job and they use that time as a bit of holiday, a bit of a reset, a bit of a recharge, have a bit of space, 
between one job to the next. And I would actually encourage that as an idea to take forward. One, maybe to plan out the new job that you're going to be doing, i.e. your own business, before you actually get into the nitty gritty, the operations and really think about what you want it to look like, how you want it to operate. Think about your environment. Think about, you know, do you want to be around people? Do you work better on your own? Trying to test that out a bit and actually finding also a routine that's going to work for you so that when you come into it and you're actually, you know, set yourself up, that you're good to go from day one. And maybe you've been doing a little bit of that whilst you were still working, of course, it's been a bit of a side hustle for you, but actually taking a bit of time to really kind of figure that out, maybe actually get away to somewhere else might be something you want to consider. But once you've got into that, then be thinking, okay, am I working the hours I need to be working to get this business up and running? Or like I said, it could go the other way. So number two would be that you're working every hour possible. And sometimes that's still just doing busy work. So you're not getting as far as you want to or as quickly as you want to, essentially. So really think about, you know, what hours am I working? What am I doing in those hours that I'm working? And keeping a work log will give you that idea of actually what hours am I putting in? Where are they being spent? Am I doing it just doing lots of admin and kind of busy work and not actually going out there and selling my myself or my product or my services and, and getting an income in? So really it is about getting that balance, working on the right areas and the right tasks whilst not working every hour under the sun. Now, of course, the beauty of being your own boss is that you do get to decide. So to some degree, whilst taking into account when other people will be working that you need to liaise with or have contact with or have meetings with. And of course, your family's routine, especially if you live with them. And, and then taking those two things into account that you don't want to just be busy for the sake of being busy and working every hour. But equally, you know, taking a, a choice, being the boss and taking into account uh, your family's routine and those you may need to meet up with. Then creating uh, a routine that works to your strength you can do and you should be doing. And by all means, this is about thinking about when you're in flow, around when you want to eat, take breaks, have time off, when you want to have a nap, potentially, work around your particular circadian rhythm. You know, the whole night owl, early bird thing is real. And so working that out when you want to be working is definitely worth taking that time because the trouble is you might have not tapped into that ever because you've gone to school, you've had certain set hours, you've gone to uh, college or university, then you've gone into a job and it's all been a kind of standard nine to five day. So it doesn't take into account when people are most productive. So for example, I know some of my most productive times are between sort of eight in the morning, 11.30, and then between sort of in that afternoon period between four and six, I really get another burst of energy. But again, I'm now having to work around uh, children. So I'm definitely less of a night owl since having children, but I still prefer to wake up between about 7.30 and 8am. So I'm not one of these like 5am type people, not at all. Um, of course, that depends what the kids allow, of course, as well. But I like to go to bed being between about 10.30 and 11, maybe a little bit earlier if it's been a, a, a very um, full on day. But I also know I need ideally eight hours of sleep, kind of like most people, uninterrupted if possible. But again, <laughs> uh, I'm not necessarily the one in control of that currently, as my listeners who are parents can vouch for. But what I wanted to share with you on this episode, um, I initially put together top my top 10 tips, but then I found a couple of others that I really thought were helpful. So this is actually my top 12 tips for you to help you create your optimal routine. 
So let's start with number one. Start with a good morning routine, whether that's exercise, stretching, water, food, journaling, smoothies, juice, meditation. All of these are recommended, but choose a combination that really works for you. It's why I've not been prescriptive. I've talked in previous episodes about morning routines. If you want to go back over those as well, feel free. But those are kind of some of the recommended. Go and tap into people who have a similar kind of work ethic to you. Maybe you're doing similar um, what you want to achieve in life and go and tap in and see what they're doing in terms of their morning routine. Number two is not to be at the whim of others. So I personally choose to have my data turned off overnight. I set a do not disturb time as well. So that's set every single day um, overnight. So it starts around nine o'clock at night and doesn't kick in again till like eight in the morning. And that also uh, corresponds with my blue light filter as well. So that I know that I'm not seeing any blue light um, during when I'm trying to be getting winding down for sleep time. And if I have to look at my phone in the night at all, it, there's a blue light filter on. And I do not turn this off or my data back on until I'm ready to start my day. So otherwise you can be bombarded by emails and social media notifications before you've even begun, before you've even brushed your teeth. So uh, again, maybe you even choose to turn off your email and social media notifications on your phone. And so you literally start work by when you when you decide to turn on your laptop or computer. Again, I would highly recommend that so that you are choosing how you start your day. You can get some of those biggest tasks out of the way first and before you uh, have to deal with everything that's coming in at you, you can deal with what you need to first. Number three is to check when your most productive times of the day are and that's when you should schedule in your highest income generating tasks, your IGT tasks, and save those boring, mundane, those lower um, IGT tasks for when you have your lower lower energy states throughout the day. So for me, three o'clock is either a time I really want to be napping pretty much um, and switching off. And so sometimes I'll have either a later lunch and I'll I'll choose to, to eat then. Um, or I will literally do a few things like engaging on social media and just doing a few little things that don't really take a lot of brain power. Number four, if you are an early bed or a night owl or something in between, it is a really good idea to play to that and use those extra hours when others aren't working so you can get super productive in those times. Number five is to try methods like the Pomodoro method. And again, I have spoken about this in previous episodes where you need longer stints of productivity. So whether that's using the 25 minutes on with a five minute break uh, and doing three of those back to back, then having a slightly longer break, or do you work better doing a 50 minute stint on within 10 minutes off? Again, you will test these out, try them out, see what works for you. That's why I don't want any of these to be too overly prescriptive because this is all about what is going to work for you and you can test them out. Number six is to make sure you are taking regular breaks from your screen. Now, most of us work off a phone or laptop, some sort of computer device and being away from those, having a bit of a, uh, a digital detox time throughout your day is really important. Um, so making sure you step away, you know, having something to eat, having a drink, something that's going to take you away um, is really important. Number seven is about grouping tasks together. So um, tasks that are similar, whether that means it's a task where you're sitting down on your computer, whether it's making a load of phone calls all together, uh, really is ideal. It's going to help you keep that state of flow a lot easier as well. So again, I 
uh, do this when I'm podcasting. I try and batch um, episodes together. That also means that I'm writing down my notes for my episodes together. So I've written down this list of 12 on my Evernote and I'll do that. So that's something I do like nice and first thing in the morning, uh, usually before um, I'm dealing with the kids. I write down anything because a great thinking time for me is overnight in that sleep state. And I'll be thinking about ideas for the podcast, things I want to share with you all. Uh, And then I'll write those down in the morning before I start. And then I'll do a batch load of recording um, as well. So that's um, ideal. Number eight is about getting in action early. Because one of the things I like to do is like write down my tasks on Evernote first thing in the morning, check what I'm meant to be doing for the day and kind of get in action early uh, and get me off onto the right state. And so whether that's tackling the biggest or hardest task or one of those tasks that you've just been putting off is a great way to start and is smart to do that. But look, if it's too big and ugly, make sure you're chunking it down so it doesn't become this big behemoth task that you don't even know where to start. Like start at the beginning, chunk it down. Um, Again, I've talked about that in previous episodes because I do think chunking down makes tasks easier to tackle. Number nine is to record the task that you're doing throughout the day as part of your routine. Like make that part of your routine that you are taking notes, doing checklists, uh, recording it on your uh, computer device, whether you're recording on your phone, whether you're recording a conversation that you're having. Now, I did just describe many of these methods in episode 60, so just a couple of episodes ago, uh, to help make the most of your day. And eventually they then can become outsourced and leveraged to give you more time in your day, more time in your routine to do other things that you want to do. Number 10, do use an online calendar that is shareable because one day when you have your first virtual assistant or first team member along the way, it means that you're going to be able to share where you have free time in your calendar, where you're busy, where are your non-negotiables, where are your family time, things like that. Put that all in your calendar. And I always say, if it's not in the diary, it doesn't get done. And it's so true for me in particular. And I know for so many business people, their life is run by what's in their calendar. So that is being really clear everything important to you in life is in your calendar as well. So all your holidays, family time, picking up the children's school, whatever it might be that's important to you, get that all in your calendar along with business time. This falls in and this will help as well is number 11, using the rock, pebbles, sand, water principle to plan. So it's the idea that in a, a jar, if you filled it all with sand first, you are not going to get in the rocks and pebbles. So the rocks are your non-negotiables, the thing that give your life meaning, things that you need in your life. The pebbles are then things that you like to have, things that might come and go a little bit, but they'll be in there every now and again. uh, And you need those pebbles as well. And then the sand is kind of all those other bits that fill out your day. Now, the water part is when other people are throwing stuff at you. Now, again, if you... uh, (laughs) Don't fill that with rocks, pebbles, then sand. That water's going to get in there too quickly and not give you the time you want on the things that are important to you. It's all about giving priority to what's important to you and your life. And of course, I also talked about the wheel of life method that I shared in episode 56, which is all about how you rate your areas of life and then fill in your diary and your calendar accordingly as well. So that's another method if that works better for you. So check out episode 56 for that one. Number 12, when it is not a working day though, aim to switch off, reset, uh, recharge. When it is your own business, it is very easy to be all consumed by it and be continually thinking about it. Taking time off 
is vital for your mental well-being and mental health uh, and making sure you give yourself that chance to step away, reset, recharge, and you'll come back to business and life feeling much better for it. But look, why I've shared these, there's no hard and fast rules. It's just my tips to getting your optimal routine and making the most out of your routine, making the most out of your day as well. And look, your routine will change and adapt. You'll find better ways of working, new places to work, better times to work. And especially if life changes for you, new priorities come in like children, your circumstances change, maybe where you live, how you work, you're going to get a team around you eventually. Just keep testing, uh, trying the parts that really work for you, dump the parts that don't. This is about testing, reviewing and then tweaking along the way. So look, I hope this has been really helpful for you. There are my 12 tips. Let me just do a quick uh, summary again. So number one, having a good morning routine. Number two, not being at the whim of others. Number three, checking your most productive times of the day. So having yourself a work log, like I mentioned at the very beginning, to kind of test those times out for you. Making the most, number four, of being a early bed or night out and using those times when others aren't working. Number five, try some methods like the Pomodoro method um, to get those real longer productive stints for you. Number six, taking regular breaks throughout the day and regular breaks throughout your from your screen. Number seven, grouping tasks together, similar tasks together. Number eight, getting in action early and getting that hardest task done first. Number nine is recording your tasks so that you can eventually outsource and leverage those. Number 10, making sure you use an online calendar that's shareable. Uh, number 11 is about giving priority to what's important to you. So the rock, pebble, sand method or the method, wheel of life method. Uh, and number 12, taking uh, days off when it is not your working day, having that chance to reset, recharge, um, taking time off is absolutely vital for your mental well-being. So like I said, I hope that's been helpful. If so, do share this podcast with anyone you know who needs maybe help with their routine or just getting leveraged in general and, and share some of these tips that I've learned along the way through testing, tweaking myself, through also reading great books like Routine Equals Results by Rob Moore, through Eating Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. Just great short little books that really just get to the point as well and can help you find the routine and taking action that's right for you because look, there's no such thing as time management. It is all about how you manage your time and make sure that time is not managing you and other people are not managing you and being really in control of what you want to get done. Also remember that there is still time to join our VIP priority notification list to ensure you're the first to know about the Leverage Lifestyle Summit 2019 that's taking place this October in London. Uh, by going to bit.ly forward slash LL Summit 2019, all lowercase, all in the show notes as usual. There is just a couple of weeks left before we are going to be announcing tickets and we're going to be announcing them plus incredible bonuses and massive discounts and free upgraded tickets uh, to the VIP priority notification list first and only to them. And there is only going to be 100 tickets available with those free upgrades. So make sure you get your hands on one of them because it's going to be a pleasure to meet you in person. We haven't already. And the lots more great content that you will have never seen or heard from me or our Idol Collective team before. And I'm also bringing some special guests there as well. So hope you are getting on with those creating a routine that you want for your life. And like I always say, there is no better time than now to start creating your leveraged lifestyle.